You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 16, Saying No to Your Kids. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. You're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected. This is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. What's up, mama? We are in our fourth and final week of November. To review, or if you're tuning in for the first time, today's episode is part of a month-long series about saying no. In week one, episode 13, we talked about how to say no. Week two was about priorities. Week three was how to set boundaries. And this week, week four, is about saying no to your kids. Episode 13 was about how to say no to anyone, your boss, a friend, a family member. But this episode is specific to your kids. Why kids need to hear no, why some parents have a hard time saying it, and some tips about how and when to do it. Now, some of you don't have any problem saying no to your kids. If that's you, be careful not to say it too often or it will lose its effectiveness. Sometimes I feel like a real downer when I say no to my kids too often. No, you can't play with Play-Doh, it's too messy. No, you can't have more juice, you'll get a tummy ache. No, you can't have a sleepover with your sister, you two will be up all night talking. If that sounds like you, you may want to try saying yes more often and save no for more serious and important matters. You can also say no in different ways that don't even involve saying the word itself. We'll get to that a bit later on when we talk about how to say no to kids. But a lot of the moms I talk to do have a hard time saying no to their kids. A few years ago, a friend of mine complained to me that her kids had poor eating habits. They wouldn't eat dinner. They wouldn't eat healthy foods. She went on to describe a scenario that she said occurred on a regular basis in which she told her kids they couldn't have cookies or snacks before dinner, but then ended up going back on her word and giving in because she simply didn't want to deal with the tantrums that occurred when she tried to enforce her limit. She justified her behavior by saying, it's only one cookie, it's only a bag of chips, it's not worth dealing with a meltdown or getting into a power struggle over it. You've very likely had experiences like this too. And the problem is that when you don't stick to your limits early on, the stakes get higher as your kids get older. One of our main roles as parents is to prepare our kids to be self-sufficient adults who are able to manage the ups and downs of life without us. So think about it. How can your kids learn to be self-disciplined and manage their desires if you don't teach them how? If they never have opportunities to get mad at you, to become frustrated or disappointed, how will they learn to deal with those emotions as adults? It's your job to teach them those skills for the future by saying no to them now. Dr. David Walsh, the author of Know Why Kids of All Ages Need to Hear It and Ways Parents Can Say It, wrote that we're not doing our kids any favors when we teach them that the world will always serve up whatever they want on a silver platter. 
It's just not reality. And I see it all the time as a school counselor that we're setting our kids up to have major challenges in life because we aren't teaching them these basic life skills. Last week, I shared that when we don't set proper boundaries, we often feel resentful. And sometimes we feel this resentment with our kids too, when they don't seem to appreciate all that we do for them. The problem isn't that they aren't appreciative enough. The problem is that we're saying yes much too much. Yes to helping them when they're perfectly capable of doing things on their own. Yes to letting them off the hook or making excuses for them when they don't follow through on their responsibilities. Yes to giving them things or experiences that aren't age appropriate. Our children are living in a culture of yes that's teaching them they should always be entertained and happy and that everything should always be fun and easy. The media brainwashes us into thinking that we all deserve whatever we want whenever we want it. Advertisers are constantly trying to convince us that our lives and our kids' lives will be so much better when we buy that new thing or have that new experience. But if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you know that our feelings never come from external things or circumstances. They come from our thoughts. When we chase the external to provide us with good feelings, we're like bottomless pits. There will never be enough to make us happy because there will always be more money, more stuff, something newer and shinier. Feelings of happiness and satisfaction come from the inside. The qualities required to get ahead in this world are grit, determination, perseverance, self-control, independence, patience, and empathy, all of which are developed within clear, firm limits. The way kids learn the limits is by always testing them. So if your kids are testing your limits, congratulations, you're doing it right. Once you set a limit and let your child know the consequence for breaking it, then if they push against it, you need to enforce the consequence. Children have to experience the consequences of their choices in order to learn from them. Saying no to your kids develops their self-discipline and character, and it's a long-term investment. There's no immediate reward. Your child isn't going to wake up tomorrow and say, Thanks for setting that firm limit with me, mom. It really helped build my character. (laughs) No, the reward for saying no now comes later, sometimes much later, when our kids are older and can reap the benefits associated with delaying instant gratification in exchange for achieving long-term success. So we as parents need to delay our own gratification when it comes to seeing the long-term results of our efforts. We need to shift our focus away from our short-term goals of peace and quiet or feeling comfortable to our long-term goals of sticking to our limits and preparing our kids for adulthood. Some parents struggle to say no because of what other people will think or because of pressure from friends, family, or society at large. I've had conversations with parents about why they allow their kids to have cell phones when they've demonstrated that they can't use them responsibly. One parent said, well, if it were up to me, I wouldn't let him have it, but all of his friends have phones, so if we don't let him have one, he'll feel left out. First of all, I told her, it is up to you. You're the adult and the authority figure. Just because your child's friends have something or do something doesn't mean you just throw your hands in the air and say, well, everyone else is doing it. 
Kids are going to push against the limits. Developmentally, that's their job. And it's our job to set and enforce them. Besides, most of the time, everyone isn't really everyone, right? It may even just be one or two kids. That's why it's important to talk with other parents and find out what their kids are really doing and what their limits are. Just because everyone is playing Fortnite or using Snapchat doesn't mean it's right for your child or in line with your family values. And it's only a matter of time before everyone is also drinking, smoking, and having unprotected sex. I know from experience it can be challenging to stick to limits. My girls will be the last in their grades, if they aren't already, to have their own cell phones and other privileges because in my opinion, they're not ready for that kind of freedom or responsibility. I don't cave into pressure from my kids or other parents. I make decisions based on what feels right to me and what I think is in the best interest of my kids. So how and when do you say no to your kids? First, decide in advance which limits are non-negotiable. For example, limits around safety, violence, and school attendance might fit into this category. That way, when your child asks you if they can go swimming without adult supervision, watch an R-rated movie, or skip school because they didn't study for a test, you know exactly where you stand. Next, decide which issues are important but might allow for some flexibility. In my house, for example, we have dessert night once a week on Saturday night. Every other night of the week, my kids have fruit as a dessert. But on Saturday, they can have their choice of some cookies, a cupcake, ice cream. Of course, there are exceptions to this rule on birthdays, holidays, and other special occasions. But otherwise, my kids know that if they want a sugary treat, they need to save it for Saturday night. They're learning how to delay gratification. They're learning how to make decisions. If they choose a dessert that's not as good as they thought it would be, then they have to deal with that disappointment. And they have so much gratitude for that one weekly serving of dessert. You'd think they'd won the lottery every Saturday night. They savor every bite instead of just shoving it down their throats. When it's time for you to say no to your kids, you can always do it from a place of love. As I mentioned earlier, there are ways to say no without actually saying no. For example, when your child asks you to buy the latest and greatest toy or game, suggest that he put it on his holiday or birthday wish list or save up his allowance and buy it for himself. When he asks to go to a friend's house, you can say, sure you can, but only after you clean up your room and put away your laundry. Instead of focusing on what you don't want, focus on what you do want. Like instead of saying no jumping on the bed, you can say, please come down off the bed. You can jump all you want on the floor. You will encounter resistance, so expect it. They'll tell you you're mean or it's unfair or everyone else is allowed to do it. That's okay. Crying and tantrums are normal too, even when kids are older. Many parents are so afraid of tantrums that they'll do just about anything to avoid them. But again, children need to feel frustrated and angry sometimes if they're ever going to learn how to handle those feelings. It's your job to set the limit, not to control how they feel about it or react to it. So as I always say, focus on what you can control, yourself and how you behave. And it's their job to try to get you to give in. 
but they need and want you to remain firm. Look, they probably won't ever admit it, but they actually want you to stick to your word. Not only will your kids still love you when you remain firm, they'll be more likely to also trust and respect you. They'll feel secure knowing that you have their best interests at heart and that you're so solid in your convictions, you won't allow their challenging behavior to control you. They might get upset with you, but it's only temporary. I can't tell you how many times my girls have been super angry with me for sticking to my limits one minute and then telling me how much they love me and how I'm the best mommy in the world the next. So many times. So I hope I've offered you a different perspective on the importance of saying no and how to do it lovingly and without guilt or anger. Saying no to your kids can really be a gift if used in the ways I suggest. This week, start to notice when you say no, how you say it, how often, and how often you give in or are inconsistent. Just pay attention to those things and ask yourself, are there areas where I need to say no more or be more firm in my limits? And please leave your comments and questions about this episode in the show notes at lessdramamoremama.com forward slash 016. I'd also love to help you with this or any parenting issue by offering you a free mini session where I help you apply these concepts and tools to your own life. You can sign up at lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini to grab a spot on my calendar. Okay, mama, that's it for today. Have a great rest of your November, and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast. If you like this episode, please take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes and make sure you subscribe too so you never miss a show. Got a question, comment, or idea for an upcoming episode? Email me at pam at lessdramamoremama.com.